Hey, peace and blessings to you. My name is Jerry B. I am the entree musician and so are you. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Entree Musician Podcast. This is the space where we concentrate on the mindset, discipline, and focus of the Entree Musician. And today is no exception as we are continuing in our series entitled The Spirit of Music, this being episode number three in this series. And I'm excited about the next few episodes, in fact, uh, coming up. We have some great people uh, in the music industry on all tiers from just about every genre uh, who has agreed to come on and help us kind of define in their own perspective the spirit of music. Now, last week we gave you what we thought would be a working um, definition of the spirit of music. (laughs) But after talking to the guy we're getting ready to listen to now, uh, I may have to alter that uh, just a little bit. This man has so much insight into um, the depth and uh, soul of music. When we asked Marlon Saunders to define the spirit of music, he went uh, to a place that was like his personality, deep and soulful. And because of his vast experience in the music industry, was able to clarify for us uh, an approach, uh, a perspective, a um, 360 degree um, view of the spirit of music that, um, yeah, I I am, uh, you know, I I know that uh, what started out as a selfish journey, remember episode number one, I was doing this series for myself, but I think it's going to be shared the world over. Now, before we dive in, let me just give you a uh, snapshot of Marlon Saunders for those of you who may not be familiar with his music. First of all, you can go to marlinsaunders.com and uh, check his music out. Or if you are a singer and you want uh, some voice lessons, uh, this is the instructor you want to look to. Uh, you can go to the seamlessvoice.com uh, and uh, you can book some sessions online with Marlon. Now, Marlon Saunders has performed with and been contracted out and hired as a contractor uh, by about everyone. And I do mean everyone in the business. Let's start with Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, Shania Twain, Sam Smith, Sting, Nine Inch Nails, Billy Joel. So on and on and on. This man has been the voice you hear in many, many uh, television commercials. Uh, he was the Calypso singer in the Disney film Enchanted. Uh, he has been in a couple of Sega video games. Uh, the name escapes me right now, but Sega hired him uh, to be the voice in a few of their uh, video games. Uh, also, um, he was a part of Bobby McFerrin's uh, Voicestra that uh, uh, Bobby McFerrin put together as well as appearing on Bobby's uh, Spiritual 
Spiritual. That's the name of the uh, album project. Great project. If you are uh, a fan of Bobby McFerrin's and a fan of fantastic singing, and Marlon was a part of that project. So um, his perspective is vast and wide. And uh, what we did was we recorded a conversation via Zoom, and you can go to our YouTube channel, The Entree Musician YouTube channel, and check out the entire interview. But when we got into the realm of the spirit of music, I want you to specifically check out what Marlon had to say. That's cool, man. I, I, I really appreciate you sharing your journey with us. And uh, the oh, one yeah. that I really wanted to pick your brain about, uh, you know, if I could, and I, I was asked this question actually two weeks ago. Uh, about Mar Marlon Saunders. Uh, the question was, if you can describe Marlon's music in one word, what word? Mm -hmm. And I said, soul. I mean, it is actually the expression of truth. Marlon sings from a place where you feel like you know him after the, the groove begins on the record. You just, you, you feel like, hey, I know this guy. I can identify with wow. him. Uh, is something that I know this is more than one word, I know, but that word was soul. But the thing about it is, it's not a contrived, made up situation with you. So when we were laying the groundwork for this series, and we, we entitled it The Spirit of Music, we wanted to take the approach that there's something else going on here. When you define music, when you, when you know that you can see a little toddler who doesn't know anything dancing to the rhythm, that there, there's something else going on here. When you can go from a nine inch nails to a, uh, you know, a Dr. Dre or a Quincy Jones or, you know, I mean, what's actually- Sound doctor. <laughs> where, where are you, you know, where is this stuff coming from? So I wanted to know what could you, Marlon, give a definition to the spirit of music? What what is that download? How can you harness that? Can you put that in words for us from your perspective? Yeah, you know, first, I just want to thank you for just the words you used to describe, you know, me. Um, I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Um, when I think about when, how you just were describing that, the download, the being able to shift the movement, the child being affected, for me, it's, it just lets me know that it's something that is greater than me. It is something that is greater than anything I think that humans can compartmentalize, categorize, or try to, it, it's greater than that. And I think for me, what I've discovered is the more that I can allow myself to be nobody, no thing, nowhere, no place, the more that it has access to come through. Uh -huh. And uh, and I think whatever that whatever that connective thing that we are, that energetic, that vibration, that resonance, that that eternal universal intelligent pulse is, yeah. once we are able to realize and to allow ourselves to open, to free ourselves, we actually then become connected to that pulse. Yeah. And then what happens is we are able to be used. Yeah. We're able to be, to receive all the information. Because one of the things, as you know, uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith says, when we're able to free ourselves that open, then we have no static. 
there's nothing within the portal. The portal is free. The portal is free because we're not questioning, we're not doubting, we're not judging ourselves. We're not doing anything except saying, I am nothing, I am no one, I am no place. I am just complete eternal spirit. I am complete soul. I am complete essence. And then once that happens, oh my God. I gotta call you back. I gotta call you back. I gotta call you back. What? what? I gotta call you back. And then you then you go and then you're like, oh, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. That, that notion. And um, you know, we see it. We see it in genius. We see that in Steve. You see, you see that that he and to be either and to know that he's being he's being used in that. But you see it, you know, when you watch the artistry of Michael Jordan, when you see LeBron James, you see that there's something, there's an essence that's happening that's coming through that is greater than anything we could possibly know. Yeah. You know, we, we see that when you see, you know, John Coltrane. I mean, I was listening to uh, a Love Supreme. My God, it's just like, <laughs> it's so dense, it's so dense, it's so dense, it's so dense, but the more you sit and you listen, and every time you go back, there's another level of the layer. You look, you think about the writings of Toni Morrison, it's the same. Something was coming through James Baldwin. How is it that James Baldwin was writing in the 50s, the 60s, and we are now just vibrating on what he was saying? Just Word now. Yes, yeah. spirit. You know, or the, the genius of like Steve, I remember we were in, on Stevie tour, we were in um, Nashville. Steven Tyler came on the stage with Stevie and they were doing Superstition. And to watch these two men, you know, who were in their mature age now, yeah, yeah. bro, they became 12. It was like, like Steven Tyler was jumping and up and down around Stevie, grabbing him, holding him, but they were like, and their voices went to a place that I stopped singing because I was like, I cannot believe that these notes are coming out of these guys right now. Wow. Completely open, completely free, completely just beyond. Right. And I, I think I want to share another thing that sure. happens because of my mother's side of the family, the Walkers, the Walker family. My mother's side of the family is the Walker family. Um, and they were all preachers. But the interesting thing about them is you could they never lost you could feel the africanness and everything they did they never lost it through slavery and all yeah all of that they kept it so as a kid growing up in this old wooden church this is one of my first memories i had to be a maybe that i can remember it probably four three somewhere in there i'm holding my mama's hand my sister's holding her other hand now we knew, my sister and I, Monique and I knew our great, great grandparents. We knew our great, great grandmother, great, great grandfather. Of course, they're dead so Now when the church service was starting, they, the music that was playing at the time was sweeping through the city. And this is, and they were bent over, but when they caught the spirit, they literally dropped the cane, raised up and ran around the church. Wow. Once the, once the spirit left, they would bend over. So it would be like my Uncle Morris, my Aunt Gert, my Grandma Cor, all of them. Papa was completely 6'1", stood straight until he died at 93. Wow. Never was bent over. But they would literally then come back into their body. So this memory is a very familiar memory, and I shared it with someone uh, maybe a year ago. But before I did, I called my sister. I said, do you remember growing in church when Grandma Cor and I would run around the church? I didn't want to force them. 
She said, yeah, they would drop, they would just run and drop, and then at the end, they fall back down. And I said, you remember that? She goes, of course I remember. Then I called my cousin Joan to see if she remembered it. She says, oh, it happened all the time. And they would catch the spirit. They so in my mind, I knew something is greater going on here. Right, right, right. Something is happening. And it would happen, brother, yes. when the music happened. Yes, yes. There's something in the music that evokes something. That's why they took the drums away. Yes. That's why they took the drums away when they came there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Understood. You know, Understood. there's something in there that is evoked within the spirit, within the resonance, the vibration of energy throughout, I believe, throughout the universe. Exactly. Now that 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 is real, real interesting that you say that because you know it. Uh, your your grandparents, what they were feeling, and the energy that just ignited them. By the way, for history's sake, that was the Ward sisters uh, sweeping through the city. That was clear yeah, Ward sisters. So, you know, yeah. just that Black history on point. Uh, that's what that song was. But to stand them, stand them up. You know, uh, where they're erect in their body, where their spirit has just locked onto something, it's just—it's dynamite. It's indescribable. You—you you cannot say that there's not another element that's going on here. Absolutely. Yeah, there's another element. But as I do, and I, I want to make sure that we're as total as possible in the discussion. So, um, conversely, the the spirit of music, there is to me. And I, I do want your perspective on there, especially there was an era in the early 90s, uh, early to mid 90s, where the spirit of music took a real dark turn, especially among our people, because there was a genre of gangster rap that came. And I remember actually being a mentor to a lot of kids at the time, teenagers, who were like, well, yo, Jerry, we just love the beat, but I'm saying something is going on here because now our brothers and sisters are starting to war against each other. When when hip hop first came out, it was about fun. It was about some beef. It was about a few DJs maybe battling on the tables and I'm the greatest, but it went to putting brothers' heads up. So can yep. you speak to that? Because that, again, there's another spirit that's going Yeah, I think that... I like to think of it as sometimes things are hitting in a dissonance, in a dissonance. And we know, you know this, brother, because you 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 study music and you understand. Most times when there is a dissonance, there is an intention for the dissonance. There is because music brings us to a place where we need to be emotionally moved, emotionally stirred, but we wait for the resolution. Yes. The resolution is the place where we do that. So that's... That's like everything in the universe, light, dark, up, down, you know. But when you're creating a dissonance upon dissonance upon dissonance upon dissonance upon dissonance with no resolution, then you're left <laughs> with all the things of dissonance. You dig? And you know I what's did. interesting about this whole, you know what's interesting about this whole era that happened to, brother? All of a sudden, we have this but then we also, which never happened in our community, had people singing our tune on tracks. True. We never did that. True. It didn't even, it never, it, back in the day of Motown, the, the pitch might, it might not have been accurate as we think of accurate today. 
Correct. But we understood where they were going. They were resolving. That's correct. But we would have we were literally having tracks where there would be a beat, there would be a, a bass playing in one key, and the singer would be in a completely different key. That's true. No resolution. Wow. No resolution. And so this whole notion of being able, I, and I honestly do believe this, part of the thing, the essence of black music, a, a friend of mine, a great musician, Armstead Christian, he's, he's left us on this realm, used to always say the wonderful thing about black music is black music always was rooted in the blues. It always had dirt. It always had earth. Sure. So when you take all of that stuff out, there's a part of us then that's disconnected. Yes. Again, dissonance is put in there. Yes. That's that's an incredible perspective. In fact, uh, one of the uh, beautiful spirits I'll be interviewing as part of this series, and this will be his second interview with me, but that is uh, Gary Hines of the Sounds of Blackness. And the one thing that was yeah. interesting yeah. about the Sounds of Blackness music during that same time where we were hitting dissonance, their stuff was coming out to be not necessarily a counter of it, but to say, yo, hey, yo. this is solution here. This absolutely. Is you know, keep as long as you keep your head to it, it balanced it. It helped us balance. Exactly. It, it helped to balance us. That's what I'm saying. There was something that was like when we heard that, it was just like, whoa, right. really? <laughs> <laughs> and Anne was just singing, we were just in heaven, you know, with me. It balanced us. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, I, man, brother, <laughs> I love you so much, man. You you are the real oh. world, man. I think one of the blessings that, that, that the 70s gave us was that we had such power for music in the black community. That's correct. We had such we had such love that spoke to artistry, that spoke to everything, that spoke to the essence of who we are and all the, the facets of who we are. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it was a powerful time. It, it, it was, and, and you know, I think it transcended too because one of the things that uh, about the 70s and, and George Clinton, you know, uh, on uh, wants to get fucked up. I mean, he was talking about like, can you imagine Doobie in your funk? But the Doobie uh, a little funk, <laughs> you know, the Eagles, I mean, you know, the uh, Foreigner, there were so many ways yeah. that you couldn't, Michael McDonald, I mean. Gemini, I mean, there was soul. There was this unity. Unity. There yep. was this mm, that yep. transcended color. It transcended culture because FM radio was like, "Yo, we're gonna go a little bit of everywhere." Absolutely. And like you said, when she came out, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I mean, you're drawing from oh all of that. What it was you... hitting us like crazy, yo. Yeah, so our, now now I got to ask you this question. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to keep it in the interview. We don't edit anything out, okay? So, uh, I mean, on, on, on the one, when when you think about the 70s, it was, to me, the greatest, and I, I don't want to be snobby, but I, I'm going to ask you this question from a Marlon Saunders perspective. So you have the 70s, you grow up with all of this, Donnie Hathaway, oh my God, right? So you, you have all of these amazing people. So when somebody brings you a piece of music today and go, man, this is the juice, this is this. What do you actually, I mean, again, music being what it is, so you're gonna accept it for what it is. But there are many times where I find myself going, well, give me your heart. <laughs> yeah, give me I, your heart. I, I believe so. 
I think one of the things that we have, to, we're seeing it play out today in the book. The very fact that we are now pretty much in a space where for the most part, we have to be in our own home, social distancing. We're not really, really in this space where we're connecting, where we're, the very fact that we're, I mean, it's a blessing that we're being able to do this, but can you imagine if you and I were in the same room? Exactly. Hanging and feeling the energy of that vibe. I think one of the things that has happened is they were making music together. You know, they, they had to just, they had to rely on mind, body, spirit, essence That's right. of everybody. They had to listen to each other. They had to feel each other. They had to have a sense of where the beat was because they were doing it together. There's nothing wrong with how we create music today, but there's an essence of it that doesn't have the fact that there are people in a room making that music. That there is, when one or two come together on a, in, on a chord, something happens. We know this to be so. So I think that's part of it. And also too, top to bottom, to be able to go from the top of the song to the end of the song. Sure. I work with young artists today and they get mad at me, but I said, let's, let's go and let's sing it down. Oh, I don't know. I just can sing it. Nah, you got to know how to sing the song from the top of the song to the end of the song. The notion that everything can be done in piecemeal has shifted everything. There's nothing wrong with it. But by gaining a lot of these things, there are things that we also let go of. Man. Yeah. Now you just hit about five of the questions that I need to ask just because of, <laughs> just because of that. So, you know, and, and we're saying, we, we, you know, we're going to couch all of this with the greatest level of respect. Okay, Absolutely. so I'm going I'm to take Earth, Wind & Fire, for example, who we know set the standard for many, 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 many things for generations to come. Yet, you know, you have this genius in Earth, uh, you, in Maurice White, the, you know, the founder of Earth, Wind & Fire, and yet, over time, when personnel changes take place, you have a different spirit because, you know, there was this era, 75 through like 78, where it was just like, yeah. because it was these musicians at this moment in time. Now, Maurice Waite, prior to his passing, made a solo album and, and, and the Parkinson had not yet really taken control. But I was truly, and I, I say this from a sincere place, but I was disappointed mm -hmm. in the album. And I thought, well, this is the genius. This is the architect of what Earth, Wind & Fire was. But again, not all of the elements, the Philip Bailey, the Birding White, all of these were in place. And you kind of thought, this is a different mode that's going on here but you yeah. can see that with cameo when cameo were like 11 guys out of new york city yep. and when they came to three their their language was kind of limited because they didn't have the breadth of artistry mm -hmm. because they were not together gray johnson was out of the room yeah and it's as bad as Charlie singleton was he wasn't gray johnson so you needed all of those elements to say this is the voice right here am i am i off on that you're completely right. It's exactly what we were talking about before. The essence of something that's greater than one person. The essence of what motivated Maurice White to see this and to realize that it created, that it needed all of this to create. Correct. For some reason that came through at that time and he got the vision and it changed the world. Correct. Correct. And 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 when you listen to Earth, Wind and Fire today, I mean, there, there are still some albums that they've put out as of late the last five years or so 
that, okay, okay, we're almost there, but it'll never be what it was. And that's, again, please, mm -hmm. remember, there's no disrespect. It's just right. saying, wow, what a moment in time that was captured. It was a moment, all in all. I mean, geez, you put that record on and it's just done. It's like, what can you do? I mean, it's like, wow, yeah. Right. That says it all. That's it. All right, so what's in the future for Marlon Saunders? What's on the horizon, brother? What you got? Well, we have a new release um, coming in. Uh, Meditate on a Dream drops on uh, October, I think it's the 21st or 25th, somewhere in there. Uh, I'm actually working with this band, Ikram and the Immigrant Groove, which is kind of like an Afro soul beat band, yeah. which is fun. You know, it's kind of like this combination of taking Mama Dubai is on bass. He's, he's amazing. Um, Ikram is percussionist, Jesso Pong's singing. And it's a great thing just to kind of, you know, create with that. Yeah. And then kind of, you know, I think there's a project that's been in my head for a while that involving some of the some of the younger artists from the Seamless Voice that I want to begin to start hopefully in 2021. Yeah. Um, called one more. Black Creative Experience. The Creative Experience, is that what you said? Black Creative Experience, whatever you call it. Yeah, so we'll see how that comes together. So yeah, we talked about all of that and more. And again, you can watch the entire uh, video via YouTube at the Entree Musician YouTube channel. And uh, you can also catch it on our website at theentreemusician.com. And uh, again, that's Marlon Saunders, a wealth of information. And what did you think about his specific viewpoint on the spirit of music? Do you agree or disagree? Absolutely. Uh, we would love to have your feedback. And what's so interesting is we've reached out to you about being interviewed specifically for this series. And we have had uh, just a plethora of responses. And so uh, Jessica Jenks uh, will be one of many whom will be uh having a conversation with and uh just like we did here with marlon we'll be inserting your comments uh as well so if you want to get in touch with us we don't know how long this series is going to go i guess it's going to go as long as many uh varied opinions or descriptions or definitions we have about the spirit of music and we're just going to do it like that uh, but you can reach out to us directly at the entree musician at gmail.com or you can text me directly at 330-718-JERE. That's 718-JERE. And that translates into 5373. And we would love to have you as one of the contributors as we define <laughs> if we can do it succinctly after this is done that would be great. We may have a broader definition uh, at its conclusion, but we do welcome your perspective. We do welcome your definition and we welcome your engagement. So check us out at the entreemusician.com. We uh, graciously receive donations and thank you to those of you who have uh, helped to contribute to the work at the Entree Musician. We will uh, leave the cash app information in the show notes. If that's you, whatever size is placed on your heart to uh, donate to us, we graciously receive it. 
So thank you, thank you, thank you in advance. And thank you for all of you who have already contributed. Once again, this series is entitled The Spirit of Music. Stay tuned next week. We will have another exciting guest or a couple of guests uh, to add to the conversation. Once again, my name is Jerry B. You knew that already. I am the entree musician and so are you. We will see you again next time. God bless.